This is Ein Yaakov Seta, and we are on Kufpe Aleph in our books. We are in the middle, or near the end of the entry, Ches, in the first paragraph of Seta. We just read this paragraph yesterday. I just want to read it again because we need the flow, but we're not going to do any of the commentary. God hangs out with the people who are lowly. One opinion is Itidaka, that God brings the lowly people, people who are humble, he brings them up to him. And the other opinion is that Hashem comes down to meet people who are humble. It's more logical to say, like the opinion that God goes down to meet people who are humble, not that he brings them up. Thank you for the sound effects. Because Hashem decided to leave all of the bigger mountains and all of the bigger valleys and decided to take his shechina and rest it on Harsinai. He didn't bring Harsinai up. So when God chose Harsinai to be the mountain that he was going to do the Torah on, there were two things he could do with this very humble little mountain. One thing is, he could have turned it into a giant mountain. That would be like the Svara Itias Daka. I take the lowly and I raise them up. That's not what God does. He comes down and rests his presence on a tiny mountain. Rather than raising Harsinai up. A person should always learn Midas Kene. They should learn from Hashem. He left all of these great mountains and valleys and decided to rest his Shechina on Arsinai. And he also left all of the great bushes in the world and the great trees. They are wonderful. They're, they're redwoods. God could have decided to tell Mesha about leaving Mitzrayim from a redwood tree. Those things are enormous. What did he choose instead? A sneh, an ugly little, uh, ugly little thorn bush. Showing that Hashem likes humble things. So when it comes to Harsinai, you should be aware that, that the, the Gemara's opinion, the, the opinion that you know from Rashi on Chumash, that the reason why God picked Harsinai was because it was the smallest mountain and the most humble mountain, is not by any means universal. In Breshis Rabbah, there's another reason given. It says that Harsinai was picked because idols were worshipped on every other mountain besides Harsinai, and Hashem didn't want to give the Torah on a mountain where an idol was worshipped before. Nobody bothered worshipping any idols on Harsinai because it was such a dumb little mountain that nobody ever put an idol on it. God goes, great, that's my mountain. So that doesn't sound like it has anything to do with humility. There are several achrenim, though, that combine these two shittas. They say that it says in the Gemara Navedizara on 41b that if you ever see a very tall mountain in the Eretz Yisrael area, you can be sure that somebody worshipped it at one point or another. There was so, there was so much Vedizara, and they were so interested in worshipping mountains that if you see a tall mountain, you can be sure that a Vedizara was done on it. So when the Achren combine this, they say that the fact that Harsinai was small was the reason there was no Avedizara in it. So it really is just one shita. Hashem wanted the most humble mountain and Derech Agav. When you have the most humble mountain, you also have a mountain where there's no Avedizara because people don't do Avedizara on tiny mountains. There is an incredible Kedushas Levi on this that, uh, that also is shy to the first paddock of Pirkei Avis. Um, it says in the first paragraph, the first, the very beginning of Pirkei Avis, the very beginning, it says, Meshach Kibbal Terem Sinai. You ever wonder about that Mishnah? Meshach Kibbal Terem Sinai? He did not. Meshach did not receive the Torah from Sinai. He received the Torah from Hashem. He was at Sinai. And I know that sounds like a funny diuk, but it actually isn't when you look at the rest of the Mishnah, right? Umusar li Yehoshua. Yehoshua li Zakeim. Zakeim li Nevi'im. Nevi'im is sort of Zagdela. We're giving the Ishtaushlis of who gave to whom. So if we're starting at the beginning, it should be Moshe got from Hashem. Why does it start from a mountain gave the Torah to Moshe, then Moshe gave to Yeshua? It's a very weird lush in there. So many, many people answer this question. It's asked by almost every commentary on Pirkei Avis, the Kedushas Levi. He gives an answer. It's Levi Yitzchak Bedechever. Levi Yitzchak Bedechever gives an answer to Kedushas Levi. His answer there is that Moshe Rabbeinu is kind of funny when it comes to his humility, if you think about it. God tells him at the Sinai, you're going to be the savior of the entire Jewish people. Moshe goes, I can't do it, I'm too humble. Every time God tells Moshe to do something, I can't do it, I'm too humble. Then God says to Moshe, you are going to receive the Torah at Har Sinai. The Torah was the reason the entire world was created. You're going to be the leader of all the Jewish people. We're going to make you the man. And Moshe Rabbeinu goes, yeah, I can do that, that's fine.
What, what happened to humble Moshe who doesn't want to do anything? Now, he's willing to go do the Harsinai thing, but he wasn't willing to free the Yidden from Mitzrayim. Harsinai is a bigger deal, right? What was the whole point of Yitzhak Mitzrayim for Harsinai? So what, 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 where did Moshe's sudden confidence come from? Says the Kedushas Levi that Moshe Rabbeinu got to the mountain and saw that God was going to give the Torah on a very tiny little mountain. And Moshe goes, oh, this is for humble, tiny people? I belong here. So Meshav Benu would not have received the Torah. He would have said no to Hashem. He would have said, I'm too, I'm too humble for this experience had he not first seen what mountain God picked. So it was because of the mountain that Meshav received the Torah. Meshav Kibbal Torah, Miss Sinai, based on the fact of Sinai. That's a, that's a Kedushas label. People, people you think it's that? Uh, Adam has another Svara. I didn't find that in Svarim, but that means you should write it down, right? Right, why? Because he needed to convince Meshit Rabbeinu. Good, that's Levi, that's Levi Sandhouse, who has a brilliant idea. Who said, you see, name, shout out on the recording, that's a Mila. Levi Sandhouse suggests that that's the entire reason why he would have had to give it on IC9. Because remember, we had a problem that doesn't necessarily, right, doesn't necessarily work to say that it was because it was the smallest. Because that other Gemara we have talking about of Adazara being done there, Levi throws out both and says, they, they did it for Mesha. You couldn't have gotten Mesha to give the terror otherwise. Very clever. Okay, in Lekutei Seches, volume 1, page 280, the Rebbe says that it's not just a good idea to be humble to get the Torah, it's a teva if you're not humble. So what does it mean here that, the, uh, that, 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 somebody, should be, uh, that, that somebody should be humble, uh, that the Harsinai should be humble, that we should be humble like Harsinai if we want to receive the Torah? We're saying this like it's a Midas Hasidus, when we already said many times over that somebody who is not humble, they get utterly destroyed. We've talked at length about the terrible things that happen to people who have Gase Ruach, but now it sounds almost like it's optional, like if you really want to understand Torah, you're going to need to have humility. What, what happened to you if you're not humble, you're going you're gonna to have horrible things happen to you. What happened to that? The Rebbe gives an answer. He says that there's a Sheminish Shabbat we're about to see a little bit later. You're allowed to have a small amount of ego, but not when it comes to receiving terror. When it comes to the receiving of terror, when learning terror, you can have a little ego. But when it comes to receiving terror, when it comes to receiving terror, a person must be completely batam avutl. And if there's even a very small amount of ego in there, it breaks the process. So even the mutter amounts of ego are not allowed when it comes to Kabbalah Satera. And that's, why we, that's what we learned from Harsinai, that Harsinai was the smallest mountain, and that's the only place where the terror was fit to be given to teach us that somebody is only fit to receive the Torah if they are at a level even lower than the permitted amount of, uh, of, of, of humility, lower than the permitted amount of, uh, of ego, more humble than the permitted amount of ego. That's the, that's the way to say it properly. Moving along. We're in Tess. Rabbi Lazar says, Call Rough. Anybody who has any kind of ego, he should be uprooted like an Asherah tree. How do I know? It says in one pasuk, those who are of higher stature, they should be uprooted. Geduim is the word used. And it says over there, that they should uproot all the Asherah trees that were worshipped, all the Asherah trees. Rebbe Lazar adds, any person who has Gasas Ruach, his dirt isn't going to shake. That means he's not going to have Tchis That's what Tesa says. And Rashi understands it that way too. Somebody who has an ego problem, they will not come back after a hundred, they won't come back. They're not going to be here for Elam Haba. That's very difficult to understand. Mish, not, there's a drusha though. The drusha goes, don't worry, I'll explain it. I'm here for that. But it's, on the surface, the pshat is very hard to swallow. It says in the Pasuk, shake up and wake up those of you who are sheikh ne'afer. Sheikh ve'afer lenem. It doesn't say everybody who is in the offer, it says she was resting in the offer, not everybody who's dead, those who dwell among the dust. This is somebody who became neighbors with the dirt even while they were still alive. So we have two ideas here. The first idea is that somebody who is not humble, somebody who has an ego problem, we should uproot him like an asherah tree. And the second, somebody who has an ego problem isn't going to come back for Tchias Amesim. I want to talk about both, and then I think we'll be done for today. As far as the asherah tree goes, there's an Ian Yaakov. 
that says that it's a mitzvah to uproot an asherah as soon as you enter Eretz Yisrael, because the very presence of an asherah tree is mitame Eretz Yisrael, and it also causes siluk ashchina, causes the shchina to depart, and it's mitame Eretz Yisrael. Says the Yun Yaakov, the reason to compare a person who has ego to an asherah is that's what a person who has ego is. A person who has ego, they're mitame everything around them, they make everybody around them tame, and they make the shchina not want to hang out in that room. A guy with an ego walks in the shul and the shchina leaves. That's the yeah, that's the Ion Yaakov. I thought myself, that maybe it's also an Indian in the immediacy of it. When you enter Eretz Yisrael, you immediately have to get rid of the Asherah tree. You can't push it off for a later date. So I think, the Ion Yaakov doesn't say this, I think this, that maybe this is also a thing by ego, that we need to uproot it like an Asherah tree, that it can't be one of the qualities that we work on later. It needs to be something that the moment we enter Eretz Yisrael, the moment we decide to start working on our Midas, maybe this has to be part of step one, not like part of the long-term plan, but that is, uh, that is not the Ion Yaakov. The Ion Yaakov says because of Toman Silik Ashkenah. Tesis in the Masech, the Tesis on this daf, says, uh, wants to know why this isn't on a list of people who don't get a chelik and elam haba and doesn't give an answer. So in Masechah Sanhedrin, there's a list of the people who are not going to come back for tchayas amesim. People who say there's no tchayas amesim in a terror. It's all in, it's all in chelik. There's a Mishnah. In the beginning of chelik, says these are the people who aren't coming back. People who have ego are not on that list. Tesis wants to know why, and Tesis doesn't give an answer. The Yavitz gives an answer, though. That's what Yaakov Emden. He says it's already included in Avedazara. People who worship, people who worship idols, Avedazara people, they're not going to come back by Tchias Amesim. And somebody who we already learned that somebody who has an ego problem is as though they've worshipped idols. So that's the Yavitz's answer, but there aren't a lot of satisfying answers to this question, at least not that I've found, of why this isn't on the official list. The Chavetz Chaim has a really interesting parish on this, where he says that this is exactly why we say Rachamim Rabim by Mechayim Mason. You heard this on Shavuos night. We talked about this on Shavuos night. The Chavetz Chaim says that, uh, that we say Mechakel Chaim Bechesed, God gives us life with kindness. He's Mechayim Mason, Rachamim Rabim, but he brings the dead back only by Rachamim Rabim, only with great mercy. Why do we need Rachamim Rabim? Who needs great mercy to bring the dead back to life, not just Chesed? And the answer is, almost everybody has a little bit of ego. So if it wasn't for God's incredible mercy, nobody would be coming back. That's what the Chavetz Chaim says. So he says, Merachimim Rabim, to get us around the ego problem that would stop us from coming back. So I guess according to the Chavetz Chaim, what you could say is that we are all going to come back, but we won't deserve it. We don't deserve it. We'll get it because of God's Merachimim Rabim. But Me'ikar Adin, we don't deserve it if we have any kind of ego. There's a Ben Yayada. We also talked about this on Shavuos night, but it's such a, such a rich Ben Yayada that I have to mention it. And with that, we will conclude. The Ben Yayada says that it doesn't really seem fair. The same question that everybody in the room is asking, right? It doesn't seem fair. Don't tell me that because I have an ego, I don't get to come back for Tchias. Mason. tell me I'm murder, I steal, I, I worship idols. But ego, everybody's got a little bit of ego. The Lushin and the Ben Yayada is like this. Kasha, very difficult. How can it be that Gaiva makes me not come back from the dead? If, that, if, if that's the case, no one's coming back. That's what the Ben Yayada says. If that's the case, no one's coming back. The average person, the vast majority of people, they have a problem with Gaiva. So he answers that everybody's going to come back. Everybody, including the Bala Gaiva. However, the Bala Gaiva, however, he says, I'll say it a little bit differently. However, when everybody comes back, how do they come back? Does God snap his fingers and you pop out of the ground? Not what the Ben Yayada says. We're going to come back the same way that the bodies came back in Yechezkel's prophecy where he brings the dry bones back. First their bones, the bones link up, then they add tissues and sinews and skin, and it turns back into a body, breathes in, they breathe in a wind and bring the body back. Now, if you did not have Gaiva in your lifetime, that's when you wake up with a fully formed body, all completely better. If you did have Gaiva in your lifetime, you'll come back but you'll experience that process of being put back together. And even if you don't experience the process of being put back together, his lashon is, you're not going to be like somebody who woke up. 
Shehu, Bari, Vein by Mechlash. Somebody wakes up and they're not feeling any pain. Ella, Kamim Kaadim Chaylim Maked Gedele. You're going to wake up, and people who had an ego problem, they're going to wake up and they're going to feel like somebody who just underwent serious surgery. They're going to need recovery time. They're going to need months before they're ready to walk. They were just put back together piece by piece. You know, that might, might feel fine when you're under anesthesia. That's what Ben Yoyada says. You can put them under anesthesia and they're okay. But when you take off the anesthesia, they're going to need months of recovery and they're going to have aches and pains for a while before they have a normal life. Says the Ben Yoyada that if you have an ego problem, you'll come back, but you're not going to come back the easy way. You'll come back with all the aches and pains. Pretty much. That's what Ben says. The majority of the world is going to come back for Tchiz Mesim. And for the first few months of Tchiz Mesim, we're all going to be walking with a little bit of a limp. But in the end, everybody is going to come back. We don't have to necessarily worry. Nonetheless, I would suggest trying to work on your ego because there is, there, there is the Gemara to consider. Uh, we're just going to, we're just going to conclude with that, right? Yeah, you want, you want to be on the recording? The, Go ahead. We learned the Yochel that says that everybody is like a Rimonim full of meat, but that's why everybody's going to uh, be in the, there. So why is so Adam Batala says, just in case the microphone didn't catch it, Adam Batala says, every yid is full of mitzvahs like a riman, all of them, every yid is full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate, so it should be that we all have enough mitzvahs to come back. Uh, my, I can only give you an answer that's unpleasant. I can't think of a pleasant answer, but off the top of my head, unpleasantness is always immediately available. Most are always waiting on the tip of my tongue. You might remember back here that we learned that somebody who's involved in an Aishas Ish, and we said Gaiva is the same as being involved in an Aishas Ish. We said somebody who's involved in Gaiva or Aishas Ish, no matter how many sin, no matter how many mitzvahs they've done, even if they receive the terror like Moshe Ben Mahar Sinai, they will not be saved from Dinish Ganem. That was a Gemara we had back here. So it's possible that there's no amount of mitzvahs that can get you out of an ego problem. The only thing I think that can get us out of the ego problem is Rachim Rabbim. I really like the Chavetz Chaim on this. It says, look, we're not, all, we're not all fit for it, but thank God God has incredible mercy and through his mercy he'll bring all of us back. Hey, 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 you ask, you ask a question, you get the answer on the tip of my tongue. Maybe we'll look into more later. Thank you all very much.